At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one half of your hosting team. The other half is Across America. Out there in Boston is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. How are you? Good afternoon, Pritch. Doing great. Big Wednesday here ahead. And Pritch, another winner for your portfolio, my friend. We got our Orioles, Toronto Blue Jays over eight and a half. We had to sweat that one a little bit, Pritch, because if you notice, there was a rain delay. They pulled the tarp on the field. We had an eight to, or we had a total of eight at that point. We need one more run. I'm saying, don't rain this thing out. Let's get the, you know, the rain out of the way. Let's get one more run. We got it, Pritch. Now five and zero oh, uh, in your portfolio. Looking at some of those, uh, you know, advanced metrics to the yeah. over. Cash another one there, Pritch, which was nice. But a lot to get to today. Adam Burke's going to join us. Really excited to talk some MLB betting as well as uh, some previews here of the NFC West. We'll dive into some NFC East player props. But, Pritch, you know every show begins and ends with a Boston angle when you're right. doing the show with okay. me. <laughs> and we we have some Kevin Durant news, Pritch. This is interesting yes. here. Uh, Ian Begley, who covers uh, kind of the, the Knicks and kind of the, the New York, Brooklyn Nets kind of area there came out with another interesting tweet that Kevin Durant, we saw that he had, you know, three potential teams he wanted to go to my Boston Celtics, as well as the Miami heat, uh, as well as maybe an outsider there with the Raptors. Well, according to Ian Begley, Marcus Smart is one of the big power brokers here in this one. Kevin Durant wants to play with Marcus Smart. I can't believe that, Pritch. I guess, you know, if you're Marcus Smart, that's kind of a, you know, a red badge of honor there. It's a pretty cool thing that he wants to play with you. But we did see, obviously, Durant made the ultimatum uh, to the owner, Joe Sy. He said he did the right thing. I, I think he stood by his coach and his GM. But this thing's coming to a head right now, Pritch. Durant wants to go to the Celtics. Celtics have not said we stand by Jalen Brown. We're not going to trade Brown. Stevens, I think, is playing it right here. The other one just to keep an eye out for in the article by Begley, not just Boston, but another dark horse here, maybe the Philadelphia 76ers, Pritch. They've been thought of as maybe getting into the sweepstakes for Durant. It would include a Tyrese Maxey uh, yeah. deal here as well as some other players. But this is this is coming to a head. I think we might get a resolution soon, Pritch. And Durant wants to go to Boston. Let's see if Dan, if uh, Brad Stevens can pull this thing off. Well, I think if you follow the story too, Yudoka. I mean, he's kind of familiar with Durant that way. That for sure, from a coaching standpoint. Uh, but if you follow the story, it's like the Brooklyn Nets. They're they're the ones that are not making this deal happen apparently, and that's why Durant. Uh, push the button. Uh, I mean, he, he's giving that organization no other choice right now but to trade him. 
Yeah, I think that's really we're coming to a head here because you kind of it's it's funny how these things matriculate. Like you request yeah. a trade, it's you know every, the big buzz, then it's quiet, nothing's happening. Then you go back again with your ultimatum here, Pritch. By the way, if you want to watch a really terrible show, the ultimatum, it's on Netflix. I was watching it with my fiance. <laughs> it's like whether you're going to stay together or break up. But that was Durant's ultimatum. So we'll see how this thing develops. You know some of the numbers here that that just came out from DraftKings though. If you're looking at the Celtics mm-hmm. and Durant will will move there, uh, plus four fifty. Uh, to win the NBA title, plus 230 to win the East. Their win total is 54.5. We do have some win totals up. Remember, they were 51 and 31 last year. I'm thinking maybe we're getting closer here, Pritch. Durant wants to go to the Celtics. You know, is there another team that's going to jump in on this sweepstakes? One notable thing is that, you know, Joe Sy and what the Nets have said, they don't want to bottom out. They don't want just a million picks and young players. They want a competitive team. So mm-hmm. any package they get in return, whether it's Tyrese Maxey and, you know, Thibel and Tobias Harris or Jalen Brown uh, or maybe Tyler Hero from Miami or, you know, Scotty Barnes from Toronto, they don't want to bottom out. They want to be competitive. So who's going to give them the best offer? I still think the best offer you're going to get is one that's packaged around Jalen Brown. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. And, you know, the month of October is going to be spectacular for a better. I mean, that's when you have the NFL going. You got the NBA starting up, the NHL, Major League Baseball, too. All four of those major sports that way from a betting standpoint. The Durant news is going to be very, very interesting for the NBA as they start the season. Uh, we got so much to get to today. You mentioned Adam Burke in studio. Uh, we got an update uh, situation, I think, going on with Deshaun Watson prior to the Friday preseason game. We're going to go over that. Some player totals, too, from a, a division that's going to be highly intriguing this year, too. That's the NFC East. Uh, but, Josh, you know, I don't know if you stayed up uh, until the end of the Yankees and the Mariners, but you were on the Mariners. A nice call by you as the Mariners win that marathon of a game, 1-0. Yeah, what a sweat that was, Pritch. And yes, I stayed up till 2.30 a.m. to make sure this thing cashed. So it's funny. If you stay up till 2.30 a.m. and you're a winner, you're like, no problem. You wake right. up, you're happy today. Stay until 2.30 a.m. and then a loser and going to bed and being tired. It's just funny how you know a late-night sweat can go one way or the other. But yeah, Pritch, I think the thing that I liked about the Mariners last night was the fact that you had you know Castillo, who played pretty well or pitched pretty well in his first start from the uh, Reds going to Seattle in Yankee Stadium getting a win. Cole, obviously, great pitcher here, uh, but he's kind of been, uh, his ERA has been a little bit elevated recently. It was also from kind of a too-good-to-be-true standpoint, like, you know, the Yankees, what were they, minus 130, minus 125? Mm-hmm. How do you not play them at that number? But using our VEASAN.com bet splits, what jumped out to me is only 20% of bets were on Seattle, yet you saw that line drop. You know, they were, I think, at one point, I don't know, plus 120. They got down to like around plus 115 around there. So that line was falling in their favor. I guess we're showing today's number right now, Pritch. That's a good thing because, uh, or did that one start? That's a 410 game. But yeah, uh, to me, Pritch, heavy betting New York, yet the line fell. Told me that there was some smart man on the Mariners. You had to sweat and late, late, you know, stay up late, but it came through for you. Yeah, absolutely it did. Let's welcome in our guest right now, uh, Adam Burke, uh, VEASAN Sports betting analyst here uh, at the network. Uh, does a great job covering all sports, really, but uh, Adam, you know, we were just talking about that game, a late night game, 1-0, the outcome. Uh, they go at it again, uh, and it's a short number, really. The Yankees minus 115. Think about that, one, minus 115 against the Mariners. Uh, seven is the total. Your approach to betting this kind of game after watching that game last night. Yeah, I think this is a really tricky game. It's it's a toss-up. I mean, exactly where the line has this pretty mm-hmm. much because both bullpens worked extensively right. last night, and both bullpens have been used quite a bit over the last few days. So, you know, if this is a close game, and again, you have a total of seven, a closely lined game, it implies that it'll be, you know, maybe a one or two run game in the late innings. I don't know exactly how effective these relievers are going to be coming off of yesterday, coming off of their recent workloads. So it was a stay away game for me. I did lean a little bit with the Yankees just because Nestor Cortez has mm-hmm. been really good facing teams for the first time because he's a very deceptive left-hander. He's tough to pick up. I feel like he's a guy that you kind of want to fade when he plays division opponents as opposed to playing teams he hasn't seen yet. But with the bullpens for both of these teams, I had a very, very hard time with this game. By the way, one other thing I want to mention, you guys talking about breaking news and and big top stories here at the start of the show, Sam Hartman for Wake Forest, out indefinitely, a non-football medical issue. Mm. I dropped Wake Forest six points in my power ratings, took their win total projection down from about 8.4 to about 6.9, so about a win and a half difference. If Hartman is out for the full season, although head coach Dave Clawson says he will be back, okay. just didn't put a timeline on it. So yeah. I just want to make sure I mentioned that because that's a very big college football story here mm-hmm. today. Adam, it's great to see you. And we got a lot to get to with you today. So we'll save maybe the next segment for these NFL uh, NFC West futures here. But let me get your take on some games for today. One that caught my eye, Braves Red Sox had to sweat the Braves last night, had to go into extras, but they did get it done. 
Going back at it today, Kyle Wright facing Nick Pavetta. Pavetta started off really well. He's been getting knocked around quite a bit here. But look at the line, Adam. I wanted to take Atlanta. I just couldn't do it because they're getting like 75% of bets. They haven't really moved at all off of minus 140. If anything, maybe the Red Sox have a little liability today, despite how terrible they've looked lately. But I think you might have a play here on the total, Adam. It's around 9. Some looks juiced up around uh, 9 over minus 115. Yeah, so going into this little two-game series here, I said the Braves would get their bats going again. And last night they did. They hit a bunch of balls hard. They had four barreled balls. Yeah, it took them extra innings. And in fact, it took them extra innings to get me on the run line, which I think I owe Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't know, an edible arrangement or, or something <laughs> for that slide that he had. But I do like the first five over in this game today because the Braves are really good when they don't strike out. Nick Pavetta's swinging strike rate is below 10%. It's below league average. And we saw it yesterday. They only struck out four times in this game, and they hit a bunch of balls hard. They scored nine runs. I don't know if they scored nine runs again today, but I am expecting a pretty good offensive showcase from the Braves in this one. And Kyle Wright is a guy who he's given up the long ball quite a bit here lately. His full season numbers look good. His last couple of months haven't been as good, and he's given up a lot of home runs in that span. So I think Boston can chip in a little bit. I do like the Braves' offensive projection today, so I did play the first five over. And I got to say, I looked at a lot of things today, Pritch. Mm -hmm. I looked at a lot of games, a lot of derivatives, a lot of first five stuff, and there was a lot that I liked and not much that I loved. And I think it's because the MLB market has just really tightened up at this point in time. And also, if you want to bet a dog, you're betting a really bad team at this point in time. We're seeing teams like the Cubs, a $2 favorite out there in the market against the Nationals over the last couple of days. So it's really hard to bet sides right now because you're either laying heavy chalk right. or taking a big dog that you don't know if they're actually invested or not. What about uh, divisional races? I mean, maybe some angles right there because you got the tw Twins uh, and their situation and their central division, uh, and then the Guardians, uh, certainly uh, their situation uh, with the Twins. But uh, th when you're looking at these Cardinals and getting – uh, shellac like they did against the Rockies. Uh, I mean, what do you do with that? I mean, you have motivation, you have competitiveness right there, but yet still maybe difficult to uh, put a bet on those situations too. Well, I I've been looking for regression from Miles Michaelis for about the last two months, yeah. and I've, I've lost a little bit of money on it. And then yesterday gives up 10 runs on 14 hits and two and two thirds. First pitcher ever to give up at least 10 runs and at least 14 hits and under three innings. And those things happen mm -hmm. at Coors Field. I mean, they're obviously a thing. Today's totals actually jumped up a run and a half, almost two runs, because it's going to be in the 90s with a breeze blowing out in Denver. So really good offensive environment here for these two ball clubs. But I couldn't do anything with today's game. I mean, the Cardinals have been really, really good since the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. Felt like the acquisitions they made kind of jump-started them a little bit. And they do have one of those guys going today in Jose Quintana. So we'll see what he does against the Rockies team that's hit lefties very, very well at Coors Field. But yeah, it's an interesting one. And one other point I want to make really quickly here is that the Dodgers, right? When the Dodgers oh. are under a $2 favorite, they're getting bet up automatically. Okay. So that's something to keep in mind when you're looking to try and jump in front of lines here. Josh, in about 10 seconds, I mean, Dodgers just don't get in the way, right? <laughs> they don't. I'm on them again tonight here, Pritch. It's funny. They're actually much better on the run line than they are the regular money line. So that's a team that I think if you want to play them as soon as the line drops, you probably want to hit that overnight line with the Dodgers. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to continue without Adam Burke after the break. Uh, I want to remind everybody it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, uh, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Adam Burke in studio. We preview the NFL betting guide, the NFC West from Adam Burke. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Get expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, get our best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discounted $175, you will receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through to the Super Bowl. Or join us for just $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to offer. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all of your options. And let us welcome you to the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. Adam Burke uh, is with us in studio. Adam Burke is our VSIN sports betting analyst. Uh, covers MLB, National Football League, you name it. He covers it. Covers it. Uh, you can follow Adam on Twitter at Skating Tripods. So, Adam, let's transition to the National Football League. You did a write-up for the Pro Football Betting Guide. The NFC West, I don't know where to start with you. I mean, there's a lot of difference in opinion in terms of which teams are going to regress, which teams could surprise in this particular division. Yeah, so as you said, when the uh, NFL Betting Guide comes out, I believe about two weeks, a little over two weeks from now, uh, the NFC West is the division that I had. And I actually wrote up my drafts and, and got those taken care of here early on, make sure I'm – buttoned up with college football <laughs> and of course the rest of the month of August for major league baseball. But you know, obviously the NFC West is really interesting, mm-hmm. you know, because I, let's start with Seattle. First of all, you know, the team that nobody's really talking about in this division here because, okay, I don't really like Geno Smith. I don't really like drew lock either, but there's a lot of talent at wide receiver on this team. You know, the question is, will they be able to protect whoever winds up being the quarterback? Can he find a way to get the ball to Metcalf and lock it here in this offense? And also Seattle's defense looks like it's going to be pretty bad as well. So my starting point was actually looking at them mm-hmm. and thinking about, I don't want to get involved in any preseason market with them, but I think they could play a lot of overs this season because that offense does have some dynamic skill players. That defense is going to get torched, especially through the air. So that was kind of my starting point was, you know, just sort of thinking, okay, is there any equity in the one bad team in this division? And I think it's going to be betting overs with them on a weekly basis. Adam, on that topic, you know, this is a win total that really intrigued me because it didn't make a ton of sense on our VEASAN board right now. You know, this is a team that loses Russell Wilson. Now you're five and a half, one of the lowest win totals, but over minus 140. So it kind of tells you odds makers, maybe kind of a buy low, kind of a contrarian over opportunity because public thinks this team will be terrible. Yet that five and a half, they're making you pay it, you know, a bigger price there on that over. But I want to ask you this, Adam, you know, we've had a lot of discussions here, my Pritch and myself, different guests about who's going to win this division. So, uh, you know, Seattle 16 to one, they're probably not going to win it. I'm low on Arizona here uh, with all the issues that they have. They're plus 300 between the Rams and the 49ers, the Rams, they're plus 125, uh, the 49ers plus 200. What's notable to me is looks like some of the smarter money is on the Rams right now. They're getting 61% bets, but 81% of the money to win this division at BetMGM. 49ers, 18% bets, only 11% of the money. So Adam, do you agree with that? Is this a, you know, grab the Rams at plus 125 or are you high on the 49ers? Or maybe another team to win this division. 
Well, I couldn't do anything with the Rams right now because, you know, we have to figure out what's going on with Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. And I know he's out there doing 11 on 11. I'm sure he won't play in the preseason at all. Maybe gets a couple series in the third game, something like that. But that Matthew Stafford injury is a really big concern here. And furthermore, you think about the Rams. I mean, they got really hot at the right time last year. They were kind of, I don't want to say they were floundering early on in the year, but they were seven and four. The only signature win they had was Tampa Bay and they gave up 400 and 25 or 430 passing yards in that game. So the Rams just got really hot at the right time. They largely stayed healthy. They were fifth in adjusted games lost, which is a metric over at football outsiders. I don't know if that's going to happen for them here this season. And there's such a stars and scrubs type of unit really on both sides of the ball that if they wind up with some pretty significant injury concerns and they could, I mean, they played a very long season last year. I worry a lot about the Rams. I like the 49ers. I love the team that's around Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. I don't know what Trey Lance will do. I have no idea how he's going to do running this offense, but I know that Kyle Shanahan's a really, really good offensive mind. This will continue to be a team that goes through the running game. Debo Samuel got the bag, so I don't think he'll complain about having to be a running back because he got paid. Now he doesn't have to worry about getting hurt running the ball and all that. The 49ers, to me, are the team. I mean, you know, their pass rush is very, very strong. I like them in the back seven as well. They can get pressure with the front four, not sacrifice any of the guys in coverage. It's just the, the Lance thing is the big question, but I think this is maybe the best roster overall in the NFC. So I like the 49ers to win this division here and obviously shop around for the best number that you can. But I think it's I think it's San Francisco over Los Angeles. Here. We have sports betting analyst uh, Adam Burke in studio uh, does an outstanding job right here at VSIN. Again, follow him on Twitter at Skating Tripods. And uh, you hit on something that resonates with me because I, I my final year in Seattle on the field, um, we won the division with John Kitna. Unproven quarterback, right? Uh, and so my point is, is you think about what, what we were defensively, you think about what we were offensively, and then you throw in Mike Holmgren, a genius, offensively. Now, I know there's people with question marks with Trey Lance, but they are so good mm-hmm. around Trey Lance. It's like, is he really going to stink up the joint? And if he's not ready, why would they go that direction anyway? Right. No, I think it's an excellent point. And, and look, I mean, I don't really think Kyle Shanahan was completely on board with taking Trey Lance, but... You know, Lance was there on the sideline. He had a full year to look through the playbook. Mm-hmm. Shanahan spent all offseason trying to figure out what can I do to minimize the mistakes of this kid. And I think something that's really going to help them too is you think about that stretch running game that they have. Lance is a very mobile quarterback. Right. So that's something where they may kind of use him a little bit in sort of a zone read game. They're not going to get him beaten up, obviously. But you know, when you've got a guy like George Kittle that you can use as a safety valve all over the field, when you can put Debo in so many places to have success – I just think that this team has, I think they're going to be very hard to defend Mm -hmm. and they're going to have a great defense. So like I said, I think they have the best roster in the NFC. They have that one major question mark, but I think for Lance, it's a matter of don't hurt them. Right. Basically, you know, to your point, like John Kitten, didn't hurt you guys. You know, you guys were able to perform around him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the 49ers ultimately do this year. Keep in mind. I mean, they were a dropped interception away from going to the Super Bowl last year. Adam, last one for you. We got to get your take on maybe the most polarizing team right now, but I think, you know, overall, a lot of people are super down on this team, Pritch and I included, but the Arizona Cardinals here, you know, we started last year. They're one of the biggest stories. They started 10 and two, but they just went one and four down the stretch and really everything, especially leading up to that playoff game where Kyler Murray looked completely overmatched. Maybe he wasn't doing any uh, of his homework or any of his (laughs) film study prior to that playoff game, but this is a win total, Adam, of eight and a half. It is juiced up under minus 115. I don't like what I'm seeing out of this team. I don't like the drama with uh, Kyler Murray. Now your wide receiver, Marquise Brown, you give up a first-round pick. He's in trouble right now. Kingsbury's a guy you never really feel comfortable with. Is this a just take the under 8.5 that's juiced up under, or is it you know maybe they turn this adversity into a positive? Could they go over 8.5? What are your thoughts here on the Cardinals? Well, I think the schedule is pretty reasonable here for the Cardinals. So I had a hard time going under. I think this is a team that's probably more likely to go 9-8 and eight than go 8-9. and nine just because Murray is such a dynamic player. And I understand they're missing DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games. You know, as Josh mentioned, Hollywood Brown's got some things going on and they're not well coached. You know, I mean, you look at their early downs last year, Mm -hmm. their offense was not successful in early downs and their defense got torched by the pass in early downs. So they just weren't ready. They weren't prepared. Maybe there are some issues schematically there with this team, but I do still think there's a good amount of talent here. They only play back-to-back road games twice. One of them is a neutral site game in Mexico City against San Francisco. It's like the schedule is actually pretty kind for Arizona. 
So I think if they can kind of overcome some of their issues because of who they end up playing, they play the NFC South where you know New Orleans might be okay, Tampa Bay should be fine, but Carolina and Atlanta look like teams that are really going to struggle this season. So I think the schedule is is pretty favorable. They were 8-1 and one on the road last year, mm-hmm. so they don't really mind being away from home. I just think it's one of those things where Kingsbury has to show some sort of improvement this season. And, and I think that the 8.5 is, is probably a fairly accurate number because it's either 9-8 and eight or 8-9 eight and nine for this team. They could bottom out. They do have a late bye week, so if they struggle early on, then that may be a little bit challenging for them. But after the first you know, three games, things really soften up and give them a chance to to kind of catch up and yeah. get their legs under them. Yeah, I tell you what, um, the college football betting guide is outstanding. Cannot wait for the pro football betting guide. Great job uh, on the NFC uh, West right there, that division. Um, you moved out here from Cleveland. The Deshaun Watson saga. I'm going to say it's a saga right now because I'm looking at a headline. Source, one-year suspension for Browns Deshaun Watson, a slam dunk. The league is leaning on that. Uh, Harvey's going to have to make that decision coming up. It's going to be a week uh, this Friday. they got a preseason game coming up this Friday. I mean, what did the Browns do, or what are you anticipating they do with Brissett and this preseason game, and then certainly with uh, these sources coming out that way, that a one-year suspension for Deshaun Watson is a, a slam dunk? Well, I think what's been pretty interesting is when you look at the training camp reports for the Browns, Watson's been running with the ones yeah. throughout most of camp, which I, I find strange, to say the least. So unless the Browns know something that we don't or feel like the NFLPA has a good chance of winning that appeal – I don't really know what the thought process is there. Look, I think Brissett is a league average quarterback with an above average roster around him. What that means for them, can they get to 10 or 11 games? They're 10 or 11 wins? Possibly. But, you know, look, I, they they probably expected this given the way that they structured the Watson mm-hmm. contract. I think for them, it'll just be hoping that this is it just this year as opposed to it being some kind of indefinite penalty. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Josh, we'll follow up on that after the break, but Adam Burke cannot thank you enough. That was awesome today. Absolutely. Great beer. Because, yeah, skating tripods on Twitter. We'll follow up on that news, that, that headline anyway, Josh. Uh, from a betting standpoint, also player profiles, uh, player prop situations in the NFC East. All that and more coming up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Josh, we're going to go over NFC East player totals, but just to follow up on that headline that I saw uh, one, I mean, these are sources, right? I mean, everybody's speculating on the situation with Deshaun Watson. Uh, but for a source to say a one-year suspension uh, is a slam dunk, I mean, that's pretty strong language right there. And as a better, got to start considering that because I think the Browns were trying to prepare Deshaun Watson for a little bit of the season. And then that also incorporates uh, the beginning of the preseason, too, for the National Football League uh, with the Cleveland Browns on the road against Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, so then going into it, Pritch, remember the contract. I keep going back to the contract. He got so much money, so much guaranteed money. But year one, he only got a million dollars. So I think, you know, making this move, bringing in Watson, knowing all these allegations, having this cloud, uh, legal cloud, as well as with the NFL suspension surrounding him, it almost feels like they kind of were hoping for a good resolution here. I think when you heard that that, you know, independent arbitrator off uh, kind of said, hey, it should be six games. Mm-hmm. Probably thought that that was as good as you'll ever get here. But Goodell, and you did a great job of kind of d- explaining this, Pritch, the NFL, they put their finger up and they see which way the wind's blowing. And that six games, I think, was a big outcry of why is that so low? It should be longer. If it's a slam dunk, obviously we're waiting on you know what this new win total will be. Remember, there was a window of about 24 hours or so yeah. where that six-game suspension uh, was thought to be real and, and coming out here. And there was, uh, for just for a, sh- a hot 
it there. That under nine and a half was up there with that win total. So we'll see where that develops going forward, Pritch. Jimmy G, is this now going to be a Jimmy G to uh, Cleveland uh, type situation? He's kind of from that, you know, Midwestern area. He's from Illinois. I think that would be a great one-year deal there. I'd also mention, Pritch, uh, there's a big uh, information-based bet that involves Cleveland here coming up on Friday. Cleveland is at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm -hmm. Jaguars open minus one and a half. Jags are now up to minus two and a half. Why is that important? Because Deshaun Watson, will he play, will he not? I don't get why he's running with the ones right now either if he's not going to play here. But you did hear Peterson say that both Trevor Lawrence and ETN will play. This is their second preseason game, the first one here for Cleveland. I money line the Jags thinking that, hey, they're going to play their starters. Cleveland won't. Yeah, you know what, Josh? It's interesting, too, because the league's not really doing the Browns any favors. I mean, Stefanski's got to decide, okay, do I try to play Deshaun, the new quarterback with a new team in preseason, or do I get reset uh, as ready as I can right now, right? And so from a preseason standpoint, you're looking at that game. Jacksonville is, is minus two and a half. The Browns are working in a new center, too. J.C. Treader is no longer there, and they got an undersized center. So there's so much communication that needs to take place with the Browns football team, let alone uh, seeing what Deshaun Watson can do uh, with this new unit as well. Yeah, and that's interesting too, Pritch, because if you're telling me Watson's good to go, there's still going to be some, you know, issues you got to iron out going right. to a new team and having not played, you know, in over a year now in the NFL. You really thought, or we all thought the Browns offensive line was one of their strengths, but now working in a new center, kind of some issues here that maybe Brady is dealing with in Tampa Bay. But along those line, lines, Pritch, an offense that is out of sync, really, you know, struggling here with kind of a new system and new players. Mm -hmm. My Patriots are dealing with the same exact <laughs> thing and the results are not very good right now. So still looking at the, the G-men tomorrow level full cap there but i'm on the new york giants on the money line minus 130 they went from dog to fave Dayball's going to play his guys these are the things overall that when you're going to bet the preseason if you're going to do it i would go all in if you're not going to do it lay off and be a scout but these little clues context clues are important whether you're going to play your starters or not or the issues you're having in training camp so follow those beat reporters keep your nose your ear to the ground here these are the little things that can help you cash a bet yeah and the league's really good about smoke signals too and to me that's what this is like uh, it's going to be a year. <laughs> you might as well get yourself ready for that, right? I mean, these these are like the tea leaves, I think, that are emerging right now uh, for Deshaun. They, they offered 12 games. They turned that down. Uh, so they weren't happy with six games, and so now it uh, looks like a year for Deshaun Watson. We shall see, though. Let's get to some uh, NFC East player totals because we, there's video of Carson Wentz uh, struggling throwing a football, Josh. He's at 35, 49 and a half passing yards, 23 and a half uh, passing touchdowns, 10 and a half uh, touchdowns right there. Dak Prescott, uh, the receiving core, is, is decimated with injuries right now, too, but he's at 42, 99 and a half uh, passing yards. Where are you uh, when it comes to NFL player totals in the NFC East? So what's first funny to me and kind of ironic, Daniel Snyder, who's now being, I think uh, he's having all these depositions. He's in his own kind of legal trouble on his own, but he came out and said, we finally have a quarterback. Huh. It's like, wait, you're talking about Carson Wentz. Are you sure about that? So I found that to be pretty funny. I want nothing to do with these Carson Wentz numbers. You know, the Prescott numbers, 42, 99 and a half, 31 and a half touchdowns. Feels like those are overs, but again, you're losing Amari Cooper and there is going to be a bit of a transition here. I went to the team that I'm really high on and their quarterback the Eagles and Jalen Hurts here, Pritch. I'm a, a big believer of Hurts, and I think the Eagles have done a really good job building around him and building around his skill set, uh, trying to recreate some of that you know, Alabama and Oklahoma magic that he had in college. So Jalen Hurts, I'll go over his uh, passing yards, 3,599 okay. and a half. He's gotten better each year, Pritch. Remember year one, he just you know kind of was uh, not a gimmick guy, but just kind of had some series here, series there. Only threw for 1,061 yards. Last year, threw for 3,144 yards. Big leap there, completion percentage. I'm not going to say it's Josh Allen-esque, but you know, year one, he's 52%. Last year, he's 61%. You have another year with Devontae, uh, Devonta Smith. You have Sirianni going into year two. Obviously, the big one here is bringing in A.J. Brown. You got a lot of good weapons here that Hurts can take advantage of. So a kid that's been getting better each year, another year in the system, you have better weapons. I'll go over that 35, 99 and a half, Pritch. Seems like a lot when you have just, you know, 3,144 last year. But that growth to me with a 17-game schedule here, obviously, is what's going to get you that over. So I'll go over with Jalen Hurts. Okay, following that theme, too. I mean, you're leaning on the Eagles in terms of that division. I mean, Hurts himself, when we go over the rushing yards numbers, uh, Hurts is on the list here at 699 and a half rushing yards. Last year, he had 784 rushing yards, Josh, and he had 10 touchdowns. If he goes over those passing yards totals, 
over 3,600. Let's just round it up that way. Over 22 and a half passing touchdowns. Are we in another category uh, with Jalen Hurts in terms of the MVP perhaps? Ooh, MVP. That's interesting, Pritch. I think there could be a case to be made, especially with the Eagles, a team who over the summer, Pritch, remember, they opened eight and a half win total. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone got the over there, but they opened eight and a half. Now they're nine and a half really juiced up over. So I'm always wary of the team that everyone's falling in love with. Typically, I want to bet against those popular teams, but I think the market is kind of respecting the Eagles there as well. I was I was going a different angle when you were saying that, Pritch. To me, when you think about correlative betting, like, you know, favorite high total or, you know, dog uh, low total, depending on what sport you're in. Think of it this way. If Hertz is going to go over this passing yards, does that mean he goes under the rushing? Does he throw more than he passes? Also, it always worries me with a mobile quarterback, the hits that you take. So if, if Hertz is your future, you still have Gardner Minshew there as a backup. You know, do you want him maybe throwing it more and running it less just to protect his body? That's kind of the first thought that came to mind. But if he goes over both Pritch, and if this is a do they if you know can surprise and get you 11, 12 wins, maybe they win the, the division. I still think the Cowboys are the favorite there. The MVP discussion, I, we got to dust off that number. It's got to be like 25 to 1, something pretty pretty good payout there. Yeah, look up uh, Lamar Jackson's numbers uh, when he won MVP. Uh, maybe that's something. I don't know if that's in line for <laughs> Jalen Hurts or not, but uh, there's a lot of people excited about the Eagles and the quarterback situation. Okay, the receivers, let's throw in tight ends too. Uh, NFC East, uh, A.J. Brown's over there at uh, 1,024 and a half. Receiving yards, you know, C.D. Lamb's elevated uh, 1199 and a half receiving yards right there. Uh, and the, the video about Carson Wentz, I know McLaurin got his money. He's under a thousand yards with his win total. I mean, excuse me, uh, receiving total here, Josh, 999 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, so a lot of these guys, you feel like these are overs. These are great wide receivers here. C.D. Mm-hmm. Lamb, 11.99 and a half. You would think with Amari Cooper now gone, he's going to get a ton of the targets and really make some hay, the slot, the outside. So I, I could go there over. McLaurin, I'm a big fan of. A.J. Brown. I'm going to go down the list a little bit, though, Pritch. I'm glad that we're just not doing wide receivers, but tight ends as well. My pick is Dalton Schultz. Give me Dalton Schultz over 724 and a half. If you've seen what he's done in his career, first couple years didn't really do much. 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. he only had, you know, 100 yards. He had six yards. He was hurt quite a bit as well. But the last two years, he's made a big leap in that Dallas offense. Uh, two years ago, he had uh, 63 catches, 615 yards. Last year, 78 catches, 808 yards. So thinking that he's going to continue to grow and there's going to be an opening here. You know, for right. Dak Prescott, when things get rough and it's third and seven and the play breaks down and you got to make a play, Schultz over the middle could be a guy that he really looks to. So this is a kid from Stanford. He's got the size, the height, the weight. And I think he's going to be a guy that, that uh, Prescott looks to. So I'll go Schultz over 724 and a half. That's my favorite one on the board. Yeah, Dallas said they want to run the football a bit more. So you got Zeke Elliott and certainly Pollard. And then, okay, maybe two tight ends, maybe heavier personnel with, with CeeDee Lamb. Uh, your wide receiver room. Uh, there's been injury situations in that room too. So maybe more opportunity uh, for Schultz. Speaking of McLaurin, 99-99 and a half receiving yards. He had 1,053 yards with Taylor Heineke. I mean, Carson Wentz <laughs> is supposed to be better than that, right? You would think so, Pritch. Yeah, <laughs> but we shall see. I mean, Wentz had good – it's so funny. Wentz had good numbers at one point, like 19 touchdowns, huh. like five picks. What point was well, that? just waiting. <laughs> yeah, too early. And, uh, again, they, they rolled against my Pats that game. But I'm with you, Pritch. I'll also keep an eye out for Gibson over. I'm looking for him to have a big year with his rushing as well. All right, there you go. Player totals in the NFC East. Interesting division when it comes to player totals. Okay, we're going to continue the program with best bets, Josh. It's after the break right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with the king of sports books. Uh, place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any Major League Baseball game. If you only miss one leg of your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back and free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks are used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. It's a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, we turn our attention to Major League Baseball. Let's keep it going. The portfolio, by the way, 6-1 and one in the last seven. I didn't realize that. when you, Yeah, I know, right? Right. So, uh, let's keep it going here. Major League Baseball, day games, uh, updating scores. You know, uh, it's 2-2 with the Rays and Brewers, Nationals, uh, Angels uh, just underway, too. Uh, but we were talking to Adam Burke about the Yankees uh, and the Mariners uh, and their game after that marathon. Nobody could put, produce runs there, Josh. And uh, as 1-0, it ended up that way. Adam Burke made a great point about the bullpen usage, too. Uh, so coming up into this game today, uh, what are you looking at here? So I'm going to go back to the ball with Seattle here, Pritch. This one kind of screams to me, same kind of bet split, same kind of reverse line move here to the unpopular team, which would be Seattle. So, you know, one thing I learned in betting, the gambler's fallacy. What that means, Pritch, is if you walk up to a roulette table, it lands on red five times in a row. A lot of people would say you got a bit black this time because it's got to be the different one. It's got to be something new. Oftentimes it could be red again. So I think the gambler's fallacy play here is Yankees are great. They lose one nothing last night. They got to come back and win this one today. But I'm going to go the other way. The, really, the market is telling you Seattle's taking in some respected money. Cortez against Robbie Ray. This game opened Yankees as high as minus 125. I saw an opener of even like minus 140. Yankees are getting 80% of bets, a very popular bet today. Yet the line's not going in favor of New York. It's dropping further towards Seattle. So Seattle opening, you could have got the overnight number, you know, plus 120, plus 115. All the way down to around plus 105 right now. Uh, not a huge fan of Robbie Ray, 8-8, eight and 3.96 eight, ERA. Right. But also Cortez, who's been good, 9-3, 2.57. He's been getting uh, lit up here a little bit recently. He's still pretty good numbers overall. But Robbie Ray is coming off seven innings, one run, 10 Ks, his last time out winning extra innings against the LA Angels. Uh, so the fact that only 20% of bets using our Beeson bet splits are on Seattle, yet the line is moving towards Seattle, Pritch. Give me the Mariners here. Maybe you get some good mojo off that win yesterday. And if everyone's betting New York, why isn't New York up to minus 150? This line's dropping. I'm going to ride Seattle once again this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, the, the betting profile kind of shifts a little bit, too, for me with the Yankees. I mean, on the road, uh, had troubles against Houston. 
uh, on the road, had troubles against the Mets, uh, then St. Louis. I mean, uh, I think teams are distinguishing themselves a little bit from a pedigree standpoint too, uh, Josh. And, okay, the Mariners maybe a surprising team. A, a lot of prospects are doing well, though. They've added some veteran um, uh, pitching that's going to help uh, in, that, in that locker room, that ball club there. But uh, it's interesting about the Yankees and, and some of their struggles uh, against some of these better teams on the road. And you mentioned it, Pritch, their last nine games, the Yankees are two and seven. This is a team that, you know, was winning at a, like a 750 mm-hmm. clip the entire year. And I uh, look at it and flip it into Seattle. They're five and three, their last eight. So yeah. the Yankees are just going to be a team that anytime they take the, you know, the field, huge public betting will be in their favor. Uh, sometimes all you need to see is the pinstripes and that's all the public <laughs> needs to know. But I think going down the stretch, betting against the Yankees, but only when the line's moving away from them. Like, if they're open minus 150, they're up to minus 175. To me, I don't really want to bet a bad number and be with the public. But if you're a classic public on the Yankees, yet the line's falling, to me, that's a reverse line move scenario here. So I'm going to get behind Seattle once again. Yeah, Mets on top of the Reds right now, 10-2, to too. So, okay, let's get to Chicago, Kansas City. Uh, They split their doubleheader yesterday, Josh. Uh, The White Sox on the road, minus 130. Uh, eight and a half the total. I think the like I said, I've said it all year long. The White Sox are underachievers. Uh, what are you seeing in this game? So they definitely are underachievers. I wanted to tell Adam Burke if he's still around, hanging by the South Point. Your Guardians are in first place right now. <laughs> right. They're tied for first. They're plus one ninety. So a lot of us who are going to die in the hill of White Sox winning this division. Who knows? Maybe the Guardians or the Twins will get it. But Pritch, I like the White Sox today. I fully admit they're definitely a really maddening team. To put it in perspective, they're two games above 500, 56 and, four, uh, and 54. But if you bet them 100 bucks every game, you'd be down $500. They really haven't come through for you. Well, that being said, I like this line move toward Cueto against Bubich today. Mm-hmm. Cueto open minus 125. You're up to around minus 130, minus 135. Cueto's been really good. Picked him up off the scrap heap. Four and five, 2.91 ERA. He has gone three earned runs or less in 12 straight starts. So this is a team that, you know, the offense comes and goes, but you get support and Cueto's keeping in these games. Bubich is a kind of player I like to bet against. He's two and six with an ERA around five and a half. Uh, White Sox, we talk about motivation, only a game and a half back of that AL Central. Really leaning on their bats as well. They're hitting 257, only around 245 here for Kansas City. I think the future is kind of bright in Kansas City, Pritch. They kind of remind me of a, a mini like Orioles team. A lot of young players, some excitement. They've given away a lot or traded away their prospects. But the future uh, in terms of today's game, to me, the advantage here is with the White Sox and Cueto. So I laid it with this road favorite with the White Sox. Okay, how about Cleveland and Detroit? I mean, Detroit is Detroit. And Cleveland at a decent number, I think, minus 175 now uh, here at the South Point, eight. Uh, is a total. Where are you going here? I'm thinking the same thing. I'm yeah. going Cleveland this one, Pritch. Okay. You know, uh, so another one, Adam Burke. They may, I don't know if he's going to get down on his team here, but uh, I like this angle here motivation-wise. Another thing I look at, as I mentioned, Cleveland now in first place, tied there with the Twins. Tigers are way out of it. The other thing I like, the line move here in favor of the Guardians, they open overnight around minus 150. You're all the way up to minus 175. That's a big steam move in favor of the Guardians, and I think it's important because on the bump, they're pitching Aaron Savalli. He's two and five with a six point one seven ERA. Hutchinson's one and five with a four point three seven. Why is this huge steam going in favor of a guy with an ERA over six? That just doesn't make sense to me in a way that it doesn't make sense. So I want to get behind it, Pritch. That's kind of my thought process here. So if the betting market, if the wise guys like Cleveland here, despite having a guy on the bump with an ERA uh, over six, that tells me that maybe their offense is going to be the advantage here or the you know kind of this light-hitting team with Detroit. Savali could maybe be better than his stats have shown. Uh, so I'll go I'll go Cleveland here, Pritch. You look at Detroit, just two and eight their last 10, mm-hmm. uh, and Cleveland has the advantage here, both hitting, hitting 252 versus 226, and a better team ERA. I'm going uh, Guardians here today. Okay, yesterday on the show I mentioned how potent <laughs> the Dodgers have been. <laughs> Uh, what, 26 and four, the last 30, make that 27 and four now, last 31 games as they got the W yesterday. They got the Twins again. They are minus 165 at home. The total is nine with a rookie uh, starting uh, for that Dodgers team against the former first place Minnesota Twins. So I think Adam Burke made a really good point. If you're getting Dodgers under minus 200, I think you probably take it every time. With a rookie pitcher, first, too, right now? So that I, that does worry me. I can't okay. pronounce his name. Pepiot, Pepiot. <laughs> I'm not sure how you say it here, Prince. Ryan. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll call him Ryan. R R P. That's what we'll call him for short. But 
they did move. You know, this is notable to me, a rookie pitcher. His numbers aren't that bad. I know he hasn't pitched a ton, but 1-0, 2.76 ERA. To me, it's, you know, can you just be decent and let that offense just mm. kind of carry you right now? Because this lineup is just fantastic at this point. Uh, Papiat, however you say it, open minus 155-ish. You're up to minus 165, minus 170. Sonny Gray hasn't been terrible, 6-3, and 3.19 ERA. But I want to get behind this Dodgers team. That I, To me, it's like you, you, you poke the bear with all this love for Soto and the Padres. And the Dodgers are like, no, 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 no. We're going to show everyone that we're the team to beat here. So I'm going to keep riding them. Ironically, though, Pritch, on the spread, if you take the Dodgers on the run line, you have a return on investment of like 20%. On the money line, their ROI is only like 6%. So even though these numbers, you know, if you can get 200 or less, I think you play the Dodgers right now, 200 or more, I think you go run line a lot of these times, try to get a, be a better payout than just going straight money line. I mean, there's nothing wrong with team totals either. Uh, like I said yesterday, <laughs> this team on the season averaging over five runs a game, well over five runs a game. The last three games, they were averaging uh, seven runs a game. So here you go. They scored, what, 10 uh, yesterday, I mean, team totals isn't a bad uh, idea. I've, I've actually cashed some tickets that way. Not at all, Pritch. And I'm just thinking that as you speak, they're 52 and 21 against right-handed pitchers this year. So that lineup with, you know, righties and lefties are great too, but right. they really play well against these right-handed pitchers. See if they can get to Sonny Gray here. Let's go Dodgers. Who, anyone who's on it, let's go over Dodgers and let's get a win here today. Okay, the Market Insights Podcast. Each and every day you do a great job, Josh. Uh, what'd you have in there today? I know some WNBA preps uh, on your card. Yeah, riding it here, Pritch. Uh, not giving up on WNBA. Okay. There are two steam system over winners yesterday that we uh, had mentioned on the pod. There's one tonight. I'm going to go Liberty and Wings. Give me the over in this game. Open at 162. We're now up to 163. Some shops are 163, a little bit juiced up here. Uh, but you have seen with this steam system, at least one point to the over in a niche market where public isn't really at play, but these moves are driven by respected betters. You go up at least a point to the over. The over is 48 and 34 this year, 59%. So both these teams buy. Bottom six in defense. I'm looking for a lot of points tonight, Pritch. Give me liberty or give me death. Give me the over or give me nothing. Let's go. All right. We're going to be wall-to-wall -wall with football, preseason football, starting tomorrow, Josh. I'm going to dust off uh, some of my – I don't have systems, uh, but some of the things I lean on uh, as we preview the preseason. Fire up the teaser, Syndicate, Pritch. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for The Edge. Come up next in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.